Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Thoughts about the View. Di, I am your host, Deville. Dot D Dot Remix, bitches. Deville. Di up in this thing, man. <laughs> I realize that a lot of people find it very funny when I do my remix, but people, some people may not realize that that is not intentional. <laughs> it just kind of happens when I mess up my words. When I, I, I used to stutter when I was little. So sometimes I do relapse and I have a little stutter that'll creep in on me. And that's where the remixes come from. But I've had so many call-ins where people or call-ins and comments where people uh, were amused by my remix. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this. No need to edit it out. I don't do a whole lot of editing. No way. I mean, I mean, that's pretty, pretty obvious. Y'all probably realize that, that, you know, I don't really know what i'm doing but i'm just doing it. and a couple shows ago i mentioned that i was gonna try to switch some things up and you know do better and i had people call in it was like bro just keep doing it how you doing it we enjoying it so i'm gonna leave it alone but have you ever thought about back when you were in school and your teacher told you that if you didn't uh do well in school you'd end up being a garbage man what they didn't tell you, though, was that garbage men make more than they do. Shots fired! Shots fired! I just find that kind of interesting. <laughs> I ran across that on Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, apparently Facebook and Instagram were down yesterday, which I did not notice at all because everything that I was trying to do on Facebook and Instagram, which was mostly promote, I was able to do. I didn't even realize it was down until I started seeing uh, posts on Facebook and Instagram talking about that Facebook and Instagram was down. So I don't know if it affected everybody, you know, uh, worldwide or I don't know. But I didn't really feel much, much pain from it. And someone said that uh was talking about how Facebook and Instagram was down. It's like this is that's a it was a warning to content creators that you know you can't let Facebook and Instagram be the only place where your content can be found because you know social media is what they were saying. Don't let social media be the only place where your content is can be found because it can go away at any given time. And this is true. But at the same time, any platform can go away at any time even if you now correct me if i'm wrong but like even if you had a website where you were hosting your podcast rss feed unless you are unless you are the actual host of your rss feed there's always the chance of whatever wherever your podcast is being hosted from going away so i mean there you have it um yeah, you should try to protect yourself, but there's only so many ways that you can protect yourself when you're out here doing these type of things. <laughs> then uh, Facebook, oh man, I've been on the end of some, some, or almost in some Facebook beefs lately. 
But I, as the gentleman that I am, walked away from both situations uh, because I'm too old and got too much great shit going on in my life to be arguing with somebody on the internet. Somebody actually messaged me and told me to quit putting comments on their girls <laughs> on their girls' uh, posts, and I'm like, "Bruh, really? Like, you know, isn't that what Facebook is for?" It's one thing if I was trying to get at Shorty, if I was, you know, um, messing with her, saying derogatory things or anything, but leaving a laughing meme, not meme, uh, well, yeah, maybe a meme or a gif on somebody's comments, and you're getting aggravated by that. That just shows me that you're, you're probably threatened by my presence, brother. You need to work on yourself. Then I had someone say that someone I know in a while said that, um, uh, rights were for Americans, not criminals and illegals. And I was like, what? So I commented on that and they came back with another comment. They were not disrespectful in their comment, but I felt like the original post was kind of disrespectful, period. So I just kindly blocked and deleted them and went on about my day because saying something like that, I mean, don't we all as human beings period have rights regardless of nationality or creed or where you came from even if you i believe i'm of the belief that even if you are in this country illegal you still have certain natural born rights as a human being and if you are a criminal or in and in the criminal justice the criminal reform not criminal reform what they call it the criminal part the corrections institutions whatever man you still have certain rights by nature you know maybe not by nature i'm just gonna leave it at that there's no maybe not about it just the fact that you were birthed a human being and you walk this planet you should be guaranteed certain rights and see people who think like that they have no problem with um things like inmates being mistreated and and improperly fed and uh, not receiving proper medical medical treatment not being housed in sanitary conditions and things of that nature because they don't feel like they have rights there are certain things that you just should be uh, guaranteed as a human being even though you commit a crime and are incarcerated like that doesn't take away from the fact that you deserve to be have a clean living arrangement Proper nutrition. No, you're not. You shouldn't be eating steak and lobsters, but you should be getting the correct nutritional value, the correct vitamins and minerals for you to survive and thrive, you know, physically while you're incarcerated. And I, it is set up to be a punishment, but like I know people, I have people that are incarcerated in my family and the whole scheme really comes down to it's about a dollar. It is all about a dollar. They feed you just enough to um, for you to survive, basically. Basically enough to, to, to get, it just gives you enough nourishment to, so that you don't die. So that, that puts you in a position to where now you have to purchase food from the commissary. Because prison is big business, jail is big business. They're in there selling a pack of soup 
that is like 10, 15 cent on the street. Or you're selling you these packs of soup for like 79 cent to a dollar. Snicker bars are, are well over a dollar in there. Honey buns and th things that you could go and get by with change on the street. You know, they're charging you a couple dollars for that. And then, um, you know, th that comes back to the families of the people who are sending them money to try to support them so that they don't fade away. Like you ever notice that a lot of people can't go to jail and come out skinny. It's not because they're working out heavy and they're, they got their life together while they're in there. It's because they were in there starving. Now, like I say, I'm not pro criminal. I'm just pro people should be taken care of when they're placed in someone's care. Because even though someone is incarcerated, you are being placed in the care of the state or the federal government and it, at that point, it's their responsibility to make sure you get proper nourishment, proper medical care, and uh, proper um, psychological care if you need it, the medications that you need, and, and you know, things of that nature. Even if, I'm not, I don't even want to talk about that no more, you know what I mean, but it is what it is. Some pe people are going to see things the way that they want to see it at the end of the day. Oh, man, back to Facebook right quick. Stop sending me all these freaking spam uh, chain messages. Everybody's posting on Facebook about how Facebook is going to make all of your pictures public. They're not finna do that. Literally every year that that uh, that hoax gets spread around and everybody's copying and pasting these um, templates on their pages to say, hey, don't. Uh, I'm not uh, giving you permission to use my likeness and all this other type of crap. And then I've been getting something in my inbox about Facebook being down and please spread this and cut that shit out, man. Y'all fall for the same jokes, same trickerations every year. But hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me take a second to tell you about my great sponsors and we'll be right back at it. Yeah, so let's keep on moving. Got a little... AS, what is it, ASMR going on in the background, Savage Hybrid back there eating Chester's hot fries and all that, chatting about anime and all other type of shenanigans, but okay, so for what DeVille thinks today, did you draw that picture on there? What picture? On the dry erase board. Oh. She's drawing on my vision board, which has turned into an instruction board with all type of cool things like work phone numbers and, you know, codes for the codes for the house instructions for her, you know, so she doesn't not turn the alarm off when we go to bed or something like that. I mean, turn the alarm on when we go to bed and stuff like that, but it will be back to my vision board soon but it was cool because half most of the stuff that i erased you really just gonna just gonna i don't even know that dance she's over here doing the shoot millie millie rocking and i don't know man i don't know where she gets that from she doesn't even play fortnite she just hit those folks yeah choke on the chili on the hot chester fry because she ain't showing out. You think you better than us with all your fancy dance moves, huh? 
She don't want me to bring out the hammer, the, the typewriter on her. Take her back to 88, like bringing 88 back out here. But I digress. I'm getting away from what I was talking about. Um, So, what the Ville thinks section of the show where I take topics from you guys, my listeners, and I speak on them. It was a statement slash question that I received. It said, I see that you have done several interviews. And I've been trying to do interviews what how are you getting interviews people to interview on your station i'm paraphrasing i'm not reading it i read it earlier and i'm just paraphrasing basically the guy wants to know how am i getting what am i doing to get people to do interviews on my show and the answer will be nothing nothing at all see early on i learned a lesson i was i wanted to do interviews periodically like once a week so i have a friend that does open mics and um what you call them showcases and stuff like that so i told him when he runs across good acts to you know send him give shoot him my email information and you know we could set up interviews and he was doing it he sent me five artists i contacted all five out of five three responded i got one interview out of that then i interviewed sam from sword with sam I knew her since she was a kid, since she was like 15, and she was working on a work permit. We worked together. She was working on a work permit. That's how long ago that was, how young she was then. I was in my 20s. But um, she came on. Then I worked with Maddie Moe, which really wasn't an interview. It was more like a co-hosting situation. Cyber Shots was another one of those co-hosting situations. So I've done it with several people, Big Sam. From Big Sam Presents, we've done some stuff together. But those were like co-hosting situations. Those were podcasters that, you know, we just did a show together for that episode together. But, like, recently I interviewed Muggsy, a rapper from Australia, and he contacted me and wanted to do an interview, asked me to do an interview, to interview him on his station and I was like, word, yeah, we could do that. And that's pretty much the format that I'm running with from here on out. I'm going to do like uh, a lot of radio stations do. You know, you can request to be on the show. But I'm not going out in search of interviews unless it's just somebody I genuinely want to talk to about a specific topic or like if I'm out and about and I bump into a celebrity or a social media person and I want to try to whip out my phone and get a quick, you know, drop for the podcast or something like that. In that case, you know, I will request an interview. But for the most part, I'm just going to sit back and let people who want to be featured on my podcast come to me. Because, you know, even I do it. I've had people ask me to do shows with them. And, you know, you forget about it or there's scheduling conflicts or sometimes you just don't want to do it. You know, life gets in the way. So I'm just going to wait for people to request me. I'm still going to fulfill the my commitments to, to the people that I told them that I would do a show with them. I'm still going to fall through and do those shows if they still allow me to. But 
as far as getting interviews, not getting interviewed, as far as getting interviews, I'm just, I'm going to do it by request. People want to be on the stage with, I'm going to, you know, we'll work something out if we can, and I'll put you on. So, with that being said, if you are interested to come on Thoughts by DeVille, DI, the podcast, do an interview, hit me up at Thoughts by DeVille, DI, at gmail.com. That's Deville D V I L L E D I dot com. Thoughts by <laughs> on Gmail. Or you can go over to my Facebook page, Thoughts by Deville D I, and you know leave a comment or message me. Go over to my uh, Instagram Deville underscore D I. Hit me up on Twitter Deville D I, and just let me know you're trying to jump on, and you know we'll work something out. If I, you know, it may not be the next day. <laughs> But we'll work something out and get you up on this show, man. So, yeah, that's how I get people on currently. I'm not going around requesting people, hey, would you like to be on my show? No, because I realize that if you build it, they will come. You understand what I'm saying? Not to be on any cocky or arrogant tip, but, yeah, I have a platform. You want to be on the platform? Holla at your boy. And I think that it'll probably work for you too. Focus first on getting your content together and getting your consistency together where people will actually want to come on your show. Because a lot of that stuff I was doing early on in the game, if I was someone and I and I listened to those first couple podcasts that I did, those two and three minute podcasts, I probably wouldn't have made much effort to get on the show either, but it is what it is. But y'all didn't came here for that. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's what I'm going to give you. So the discipline for the day was inspired by a friend of mine, Gwen Carter, in a post that she put on Facebook. And I told her, I got to include that in my show because it's dope and I'm loving it. And she gave me the little heart little heart click. So I'm thinking that she gave that I'm taking, accepting that as approval. There's some tables you don't need to sit at. Be glad you didn't get an invitation. Yeah, you have to be disciplined enough to understand that every every situation is not necessarily the situation for you. A lot of times, we're not led into spaces that we feel like we should be in, right? And we get offended by it. We take it to the heart and we get in our feelings. But you have to remember, like Charlemagne the God says... There's no permanent friends or enemies in business. So there are certain uh, tables you just shouldn't be sitting at. It's a reason why you weren't invited there. A lot of times you aren't invited because people are afraid that you will steal the show. They don't want to let your light shine in those type of situations. You definitely should be grateful that you weren't invited because although people were going to do was try to muffle the sound of your trumpet they're gonna try to piss on your fire don't be around those people you don't want to be around those people you have to be very careful and selective of the situations and the gatherings and the company that you put yourself in and i'm not talking about partying i'm talking about business every business deal isn't a good deal every business meeting every negotiation isn't good is they're not all beneficial to you because a lot of these things are political where 
even inside the company, you have different social groups inside of a company that they may be joining forces to working on getting someone fired. And that person that they're trying to get rid of could down the road be beneficial to you. You just don't know it yet. But you want to be a part of this circle so bad that you get in there and they get you all involved in it. And if there's any shenanigans, any wrongdoings going on, you just ask to sit at the table with these people. And now you're a part of the bullshit that they have uh, uh, um, shat, <laughs> so to speak, man. Be grateful for the situations that you are not put in because they are not for you. Like my grandma used to say, ain't nothing that's meant for you. you what is it? How's it go? Remix, bitches. You not gonna miss nothing that's meant for you. Take this information, do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now get you some breakfast up in you. You gonna need it while you're out here getting shit done. Thank you, each and every last one of y'all that tune in to the VDI thoughts by the vldi the podcast i really do appreciate y'all go over to facebook like and follow thoughts by the vldi same thing on instagram follow that deville underscore di go and follow that deville di over on twitter man and let's keep this thing rolling let's keep these things this thing remix bitches growing get in where you fit in man for the price go up and be a part of this so you can say i was there when he started, because we going places, people, I'm up to something.